This is your new morning routine. Cap and J-Hood. Follow Cap J-Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app on ESPN 1000. And now on FM at 100.3 HD2. Now, now, now. On Chicago's Home for Sports. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Along with the fastest man in Northbrook, Jesse Rogers. <laughs> Jonathan Hood with you. Jesse's in for Cap today. We'll open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our telephone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going. You can watch this show and all the shows here at ESPN Chicago. We've got Shay. We've got Jay Moore. we got you for a three-hour ride on this Friday. Thanks so much for being part of our program. You know, Jesse, you were telling me like a month ago, you said... You know, when you're on the road, you know, you've got these, these new ear pods, right? And you mm-hmm. got these ear pods. And you said you, you can't even count how many ear pods you've left, like, in your bed or, like, in your hotel room when you're on the road, right? Well, the white ear pod case, yeah. right, is the same color as the bed, yes. right? And uh, I don't know the times I've left them on the bed and I leave and I'm like, God. I mean, how many? How many have you? Left it's probably I mean, not that many, but three, maybe times, oh three God. times. So I bought I bought new earbuds, earbuds like four times now. Earbuds yes. like four times. That gets expensive after a while. Yeah, and it's very annoying. And I blame it on this the same the color of the thing being the same. Ah, it's a, yeah, the sheets annoying. and the and the comforter right. are the same. So if you if you're listening to something at night, you put it aside. Now all of a sudden I can't find it, and it's just it's in the sheet there. Yes, I had the same problem this morning where I've lost one. I got one left. <laughs> I've I, never done the one and one thing. Yeah, I, I got one left, and of course I left the case at home. So <laughs> who knows if this is going to be around by ten o'clock? <laughs> it's so ridiculous, though, man. It's so ridiculous. Oh, like, first like, world problems, yeah, Jay Hood. I understand that, but first I wa- world I, problems. I want my Walkman back. That way I had a str- I had a string. On it that right. way, that way you can you can keep tabs on it. It's around your neck, right? right. You have to have that, right? You, you you know you know you're old if you're if you've got that on a plane instead of any earbuds. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's just, it's just that at least when it's when it's around your neck, it's like okay, I can't lose it because right. it's right here. Yeah. I got headphones, but I I was the last one probably on earth to be able to get these because like this looks weird in your ear. <laughs> it does. It looks you know it just looks like Doctor Spock. You know, it looks like Star Trek. I was like, I'm not getting this, and then I broke down and got it. And, and by God, these things sound great. Oh, they're awesome! Yeah. Um, you just—I think they make them like that, small, and put them in the white case, so you will lose them and buy buy another pair. Yeah, uh, because and they they eventually go bad. I mean, like you better clean them out and all this stuff, or they yeah. go bad. So I've had them um, go bad on me. I've lost them, so I think I'm on my fourth pair. Well, I want to wish you and all of our listeners for the Cap and J Hood Morning Show a happy Michael Jordan Day. And you say, and you say, is this one of those things where you're talking about? Is it uh, National Avocado Day? Is it, <laughs> you know, is it Sewer Cap Day? No, no, no. It's Michael Jordan Day because today is February third, twenty twenty three. It's twenty three, twenty three. It's exactly what it is today. Do you know how many Chicagoans have played like twenty three red in Vegas on the roulette table? I mean, this guy kind of put this city on a map in a whole different way. I remember going to Vegas way back. Okay, you know. 
when I was young, before, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, 17, 18, you know, just, yeah. get, just legal enough to go, whatever. And you know what Chicago was known for around the world? I, I got it from being in Vegas. Mm. Was, uh, it was always Al Capone. Honestly, back yeah. then it was always Al Capone. Yeah. Al, if you said you were from Chicago, oh, bang, bang, Al Capone, whatever. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Post Jordan, I mean, I'm talking even now, you go somewhere like that or around the world and you bring up Chicago, it's always Jordan. You know, the Bulls jersey is high selling because of him. He just changed what this city was all about in terms of winners and losers. And I can't find him at the United Center ever. That's my complaint. We mentioned it yesterday. Mm -hmm. Here's the day. They're playing the Charlotte Hornets. Why isn't he honored every halftime of every Bulls-Hornets game and other times as well, by the way? But anyway, today is 2-3-2-3. But but I think, let's say, I'll answer your question. It's because of Jerry and Michael Reinsdorf and the way the Bulls operate. Yes, Michael has his own team. Yes, he's the owner of the Charlotte Hornets. But if there was a better rapport between the organization and Michael, Michael would show up. If I'm the owner of the Bulls and I have a good rapport with Michael, I call Michael and say, Hey, your team is in town. Would you like to come by? Let's and it's 2-3-2-3. Two, three, two, three. Everyone's going to be talking about yes. you. Right, right. It's just like, hey, it's your team. Come in town. Let's have dinner. Let's have a, uh, have a nice talk. <laughs> you know? We can do that, right? But that's not the case, though. Every time that we play Charlotte, you have no choice but to think about Michael. And I don't think Michael's even in half the games, by the way, as right. the owner. But, but the point is, though, is that the appreciation for Michael Jordan, and you're so right. You go anywhere in the world. You say Chicago, it's not Oprah. Oprah might be a close second, but definitely it's Michael Jordan. Even now. Even but, now. So so the the Bulls played the Detroit Pistons in Paris. And all the all the and I'm I'm, I'm sure people flew in. I know that there was hip hop stars and actors that were there. It was a bigger game than I thought it was gonna be. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, it's a one off Bulls right. Pistons. Right. There were people in the front row, Pharrell Bulls jerseys. And, and, but just like yeah. but stars were yeah. there. Yeah. As if as if it was the all star game. Right. It surprised me. They flew into Paris just to see a random NBA game. But all the Jordan and Pippen jerseys, but mostly Jordan, twenty three, twenty three. You'd yeah. think it'd be Levine, right? To Rosen? Uh, Andre Drummond? No, it was Jordan jerseys. 23 from people that live in Paris. I'm glad you and I are on today on 2323 Day because we lived through it. Not every listener did. I have two stepsons who are diehard NBA fans. Derrick Rose! Derrick Rose! That's all they talk about. (laughs) Derrick Rose! (laughs) Right. Derrick Rose! Nice player. Won an MVP. I like the kid. Mm -hmm. Good. Don't even bring up Derrick Rose and Michael Jordan. But that's their age. I mean, yeah, I get it. That's their guy. But then I have to, I have to sound like the old man and say, okay, I like Derrick Rose. But let me tell you a story mm-hmm. about a guy that was going up for a layup with a right hand and put it up with a left. Let me tell you a story about a guy that was sick in Utah. <laughs> let me tell you a story about a guy who's hitting threes when he never really shot him and then had to look at magic like, was it magic? Yes. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yes. I mean, let me tell you this story and that story and this story. And they're like, well, Derrick Rose. Yeah, Portland. <laughs> I think it was Clyde Drexler, I think. Oh, yeah. It might have been against Portland. Right. It was against Portland. Yes. But didn't he do this shrug? He shrugged yes. his shoulders. Was it magic at the scorer's table? I can't remember. It was at the scorer's I think, table. I think it was that while he was going back the other way against Portland. Yeah. Like, he might, yeah magic might have been doing I color. Thought, I might right, been that's doing, what I'm saying. Yeah. I thought he shrugged at magic. Yeah. My, my, my memory's bad. Yeah. He might have been doing commentary back then for NBC. Yeah. That, that would not surprise me. But, you know, Jesse, here we are here in 2023. And Danny Zetterman told me not too long ago, he goes, you know what? It's okay that Michael still represents the city. And I totally understand that because look at uh, the landscape of Chicago sports. We just had Tom Ricketts on during the Cubs convention, Cap and I. And we were talking to him and the subject came up, what's going on with Sosa? And he says, I got nothing new on Sosa. And I told Tom, Tom, you got to let that go. Yeah. 
silent on the other end. I heard it. I said, "Hey, gut, let it go." You you literally have a uh, have a stadium called the Friendly Confines. It's literally called the Friendly Confines. That means it's friendly to all anyone that wants to come in there. Mm-hmm. Be friendly to Sammy Sosa. I compare this to Barry Bonds. And I know Bonds and McGuire t- uh, are to- to- you know different guys. McGuire can go in St. Louis and be cheered. Absolutely. Bon- Bonds is is beloved in the Bay Area. Yeah. Sosa? It's amazing. So think about that. We have two major teams in town mm-hmm. that don't have relationships with former stars. One's the all-time home run leader for the franchise. The other is Michael Jordan, for God's sakes. Yes. And no no great relationships there. Like I said to you yesterday, thank God Frank Thomas and the White Sox yeah. are on good terms. Yeah. And for the most part, Blackhawk former players, there's been some ups and downs in the way past, but they're, they're on decent terms as well. But to see the Bulls and Michael, and I don't even know if they're on bad terms, there's just no terms. No terms. It's when, even worse. When's the last time you guys stepped foot in the city? Now, maybe he does, and we don't know. He goes to play golf somewhere in Medina. But he should be honored every time he's you know, they play Charlotte. Or it's two three two three day. He yeah. should be on this radio station. There's no, there's no question about that. And then you think about that, and we go down to the Chicago Sky, and we've been reporting though over the last few yeah. days. All of a sudden, this championship it's a rebuild. Core it's is, a rebuild. Uh, well, I guess yeah. <laughs> this championship core is gone. Gone. We have the goat and Candace Parker. That's out of, out now. She went. She came here to Chicago to win a championship. She got that done. They get to the playoffs. They get eliminated in the first round, and now she's gone. When she left, all of a sudden, no Vandersloot, no mm-hmm. Quigley, and it's like, okay, nothing against Kalia. I think that she's going to be a good player for them, but that's just one part of that championship team. Now that's disbanded. So now a great player in Candace Parker, she's gone too. I don't know who the GM of the sky is, but I'm imagining he or her, they're trading down to get more picks. James Wade, I guess. <laughs> taking taking a, a, a page out of polls, I think, who's going to trade down. So just to add that to the rebuilds in this city. Now we have the sky. The Bears, yes. the Cubs, and the Blackhawks. Yeah. So only your team is left to maybe give us a surprise this summer. And we'll talk some Cubs or Cubs and Sox in like two hours. But how many rebuilds can this city go through? Well, look, we've been through a lot of bad teams, but the rebuilds are just things that you have to have even more patience. If you're a Chicago sports fan, you got to have patience. But my point is, is that I am impatient when it comes to 23 Michael Jordan. Yeah. Because, Jesse, like... like you remember it like I remember. There was an era in the 90s where great players, where fans would say for great players, they should have a part of the team. How come Michael doesn't own part of the Bulls? Yeah. How come Walter Payton doesn't own part of the Bears? And remember this whole thing where Walter wanted a piece of the Bears and the McCaskey said no, and he went to St. Louis. You remember this? Walter go, vaguely, trying to get... Vaguely, uh, yeah. Well, he's trying to be an owner with, the yeah. Saint, with St. Louis oh, in a franchise there. Well, and if Reinsdorf offered something to Michael in that respect... He'd be owner here. Why isn't Michael part owner of the Bulls instead right. of part owner of the Charlotte Hornets? Right. Why? I mean, shouldn't he be here and in, in making decisions? Jerry's not making any more decisions. No, here, uh, Can't make, do worse than Paxson. Well, let me make sure it's very clear. <laughs> Sorry, well, John. But that's true. Well, I mean, just say. Or, or and we might say that about AK in a year. Can't do worse than AK well, the way uh, things are going. Same difference late, lately. It's the but, same. What, side sidebar, first time out of the half. Uh, brought, they, brought to you by Aiken Law, uh, three one two six million for the great Howard Aiken sign my ball. One of their best wins of the year. Now that's saying something against the fifteen and thirty eight Hornets. Yeah, but uh, because of this, they spread it out. It was a real team win. Uh, Levine and, and DeRozan combined for twenty five. That's it. Mm-hmm. And they scored one fourteen. 
uh, Iowa went 9 for 10 from the field. Mm -hmm. That was a great game. Andre Drummond came out of witness protection. Yes. Had a good game. And then Kendall Gill says, we got to keep them all together. Now, let's slow down. (laughs) He's, like, making a case to keep Andre Drummond. Of course. Forget about DeRozan and Levine and these guys. Like, slow down. But that was a really good win because it was spread out. What was? Let me ask you about Jordan in this regard. Yeah. What do you remember most about being around him? Because not only, and I want to make sure it's on the record. People need to know. Last time that Michael Jordan did sports radio, Jesse Rogers booked him. Yeah, I booked him twice. I booked him twice for the radio. I mean, think about that. Yeah. How about that shade? Like a little hotel roulette. Yeah. Uh, who should I call that? Stacy King, <laughs> uh, Bill Cartwright. Oh, Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan's room, please. Hello. Mike, Jesse Rogers, hey, buddy, yeah. come on the air. So hey, when I, buddy. Yeah, when I was producing sports radio, I, I got him on twice. One, one time I ran into him at Bub City, really early dinner at like 5 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I, I still can't remember if it was a game day for him. I feel like it was. Like he had dinner with his wife, and then he went to the United Center. Yeah. But I could be wrong about game day. But that's the first time. And then the second time was a little bit easier because we did it the first time. On the but ho- that, but the, that was like 30 years ago. The hotel, though, Minnesota. Minnesota. You call, I, I remember yeah. this. Minnesota Timberwolves, yeah. Bulls on the road. You got Jordan on the air. Yeah. But that's the last time he did sports radio. Yeah, in this town at least. <laughs> I mean, that's a long time ago. <laughs> Jesse booked him. That's a long time. He should be a part of the fabric of this. Like, when I don't know when. He should be cutting ribbons at places with the mayor, whoever the mayor is at that moment, right? Yes. yes. It's, it's unbelievable. The greatest, with, with Gretzky and a couple other, the greatest of all time in his sport and maybe in all of sports isn't a, a part of the fabric of this city. That's amazing. The fastest man in Norfolk, the greatest booker in the history of the business. <laughs> Think about that, Shane Norling. I mean, so back in the day, here's just a little bit of a sidebar. So back in the day, you used to have a clipboard and it'd be a sheet, and you'd write down the guests that would be on for the daytime. Yeah. They'd be the morning show, they would have their guests, midday show would have their guests, afternoons, evenings, all in the same. So you write it down so that way you would not cross over. Cross over, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you don't you know, have two people calling the same right. So athlete. There's nothing like. You got, you know, here, here, here is Phil Rogers on baseball. You know, here's a guy, here's a, a Sox writer. Oh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan signed JR. Right. Jesse Rogers. Right. Wait, who's going to beat that? Don't go after Jordan. <laughs> who's going to beat that on hey, the Rick list? Hey, don't go after Jordan. I got him this week. <laughs> That's the best. Uh, but being around, it's not just him being around the 90s, Bulls, you know this. Yeah. It really was like the Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. It was. Uh. I can't even compare it to today. I guess the Golden State Warriors. And the, the, the Warriors are the Beyonce. You know, when Durant, they're, Durant they're, was on the team. They're, they're Beyonce now. Right. You have to go see them. Right, right. That That's about, the, the, they were a, a rock band with, with fans everywhere. So it's Jordan Day. And Shay, let's open the phone lines. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. Michael Jordan still means a lot to the city, but we don't see him. And we don't see him around the United Center enough, even though he's the owner of the Charlotte Hornets. So Jesse and I want to find out from you uh, here on Michael Jordan Day, do the teams in this city create problems for their future by not celebrating their past? The teams in the city right now, they they create problems for their future as far as trying to get free agents and try to get stars to come in here because they don't celebrate the stars of the past. Answer that question for us because Jordan should be around. Sosa should be around. uh, There should be former Hawks that should be around. And then sometimes these stars go elsewhere and we don't see them return. Talk about the greatest possible um, selling point for for the Bulls franchise having Michael Jordan as the face of it, whether he's part owner or just or just a former player, whatever role he has, if he even had a small one, 
How much would he be able to attract the right players to come here? So let's talk about that here on Michael Jordan Day and your memories of MJ right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Captain J. Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Captain J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. So glad that you're with us here on your ride into work as we talk to you about Michael Jordan. You say, Jordan? Yes, it's Michael Jordan Day. Well, she didn't, you know, she, today is February 3rd, 2023. 2323, it's Michael Jordan Day. And it's kind of a spillover for Jesse and I talking about Jordan yesterday because we saw the Hornets come into town. They were saying, hey, is Michael here? Because it's his team. But his team ultimately is the Bulls. But there's, but here's what I think. Mm-hmm. Without having full knowledge of this, and maybe you, you probably know better than I do, you know that there is a open dialogue with Jerry and Michael, Jerry Reinsdorf and Michael Jordan. I'm sure if they text or if they call, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. But not to the point where it's like it's open arms where Jordan is willing to come to the United Center. Right. It's almost like the same way he has an open dialogue with Steve Kerr, mm-hmm. former player, still in the game. Hey, Steve, good to see you again. Yes. It's Steve Kerr. Yeah. Not the greatest player in the history of the game. You you don't just have a nice open dot. You embrace him. You bring him back into the fold. Uh, again, now he's owner of another team. I get that. But he should be part owner of this team. Well, I would that's, agree. That's the point. Well, that horse is out of the barn, Jesse. Like That's yeah. something we used to talk about in after he was done with the Bulls into the Wizards. We're yeah. like, why is he in the front office of the Wizards and still playing? It didn't make sense, right? No. He, he wanted to play. That whole divorce was going to happen between the Bulls and the front office. Krause said to uh, to Cap, as a matter of fact, he says, Phil Jackson go 82-0. He's not coming back next right, year. Right. On the record. You know what? And it's fine. Brady finishes somewhere else. Aaron Rodgers going to finish. Jordan wants to finish somewhere else. Second, come out of retirement again. Okay, but once you're done, you come back here. I just read a story this morning. Robert Kraft is going to find a way for Tom Brady to be retired as a Patriot or probably part owner. Yeah. He'll probably be part owner. He I mean, wants to. It's unbelievable. The greatest player in this sport in a city like this has very little of a public relationship, let alone a, a full-blown relationship with the, with the team. It's amazing. We have a problem with that in the city. We have a major problem with that, and that's got to turn around. Like, So, you know, Erlacher and the current Bears. All right, Brian. Like, whatever the issue is, I mean, I'm sure that George can straighten this out. But Erlacher should be around as well. He pops up every now and then, mm-hmm. while in Sylvie, you know, every now and then. But he should be front-facing. It's Butkus, it's Erlacher, it's that, it's, it's that regime, the 60s and the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s. All those bears should be available for everyone to see, to yeah. appreciate. Other than Sammy Sosa, let me at least say this. I'll commend both our baseball teams. I mean, Billy Williams has been around the team oh, yeah. forever. Ernie was around the team forever. Yeah. They have embraced most of their guys in the past. Mark Grace is around the team now. Uh, Sean Dunstan, but not Sammy. White Sox, you saw Bill Melton around the team forever. Oh, Ron yeah. Kittle's still around the team. So the <laughs> baseball teams have done a pretty good job with uh, with their past stars for mm-hmm. the most part, but not Sammy. And certainly the Bears have had a problem in the past. I think the Blackhawks have had problems in the past with their stars. It's yeah. it's it's gone up and down. And, and and certainly here with Jordan, it's just crazy. So let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. So the question we're asking you is, do the teams in this city create problems for their future? 
by not celebrating their past. And it starts with Michael Jordan, and it starts with Sammy Sosa. What are your thoughts on that? 312-332-3776. Also, your memories of Michael Jordan, because it's 23-23, there's got to be one moment that really, if no, if you had a young person in your life, and they didn't know who Michael Jordan is. What's the one thing that you'd point out and say? Such a hard question. Yeah, the one thing yeah. that you say, okay, if I don't know who Michael Jordan is, tell me about him. The one moment. But beside the six championships in eight years, that's not tangible enough. It's got to be a moment in which you could say, this is why Michael Jordan was great. Think about it. We'll give, give, I'll give you some time on that. We'll give you until uh, 724 for that. You got it. Uh, as we go back to the phone lines and talk to you, uh, Mike leads us off in LaGrange on Cap and J-Hood with Jesse N here on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. So Jesse alluded to this. I think what we got to look at is the common denominator of our, our city's favorite owner, Jerry Reinsdorf. You, you, you take a look at, uh, you know, CSN, uh, you know, uh, Comcast Sportsnet, White Sox players all over all over the board. You got Tony Larusa coming back, so it sounds like Jerry has a pretty good relationship with the White Sox players, and they're all around. So if he's got that good relationship, then why wouldn't he carry over the Bulls? So my question to you is, how much is this on Michael? That's a great question. I mean, it, you know, it takes question. it takes two to tango. We yeah. know he he's not exactly the most open. You know, he's fighting with Barkley. Like you, you better you better bow down <laughs> to Michael, or, or he's probably not going to reciprocate much, right? Yes. Um, I will say this, though. Jerry Reinsdorf's first passion has always been baseball. He's treated basketball much more as a business. True. And I think that's partly the answer as well. This is Michael's Michael Reinsdorf's baby now. Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. But it's more about a business. He's always been more passionate about baseball. Basketball, I think he's been less emotional. Less attached. I mean, I, that by definition, it feels like he's been less attached to it just because of his relationship with Jordan. But he's got a global icon in Michael Jordan. Now, he didn't have a global icon in, with the White Sox. No. That 05 no. team was a pop-up championship that came out yeah. of nowhere. Right. There's, you can't find one prediction that said, you know, the Sox team, it's going to be the best. No one saw that coming. Right. He got old, it, it was the same old, same old with the White Sox. Right. So there's like just the, very like, few iconic players in a baseball uniform compared to Michael Jordan. Well, just like, well, just like but just on the Sox team alone, yeah. you take your head off to the pitching, you say, oh, there's that old Royal, there's Jermaine Dye, Pesednik, this, all, you know, who's that guy? Yeah. Kanurko, ah, it's fine. But they win the championship. But there's nothing like Jordan, though, even though... Worldwide brand. Even though maybe Michael, might, maybe um, Jerry Reinsdorf might be a little bit more clinical when it comes to the Bulls because he's a, such a baseball guy. He can't deny, under his ownership, Michael Jordan's the biggest icon even today in 2023. Yeah. Think about it. He hasn't he, played I mean, for he years. He knows that. Jerry knows that. And he took advantage of it. Well, I'd and, my wagon to it until I die. Yeah, That's what I would do. He did, but it would be nice to have the guy that actually, who's still around, alive, you know, bring him back and, and and part owner, whatever. I mean, now it's too late. It's gone. The horse left the barn, like you said. Yeah. But there was a time. At the very least, this city somehow should embrace him more, and, and Michael needs to be open to it if he's not. We just don't know. So is there that one moment where you say, okay, this really tells you who Michael Jordan is? Never, never mind about the, the resume. Is there a moment a kid says, who's this Michael Jordan you're talking about? Why is, I'm a LeBron guy. Why is Michael so special? Because blank. He went to the post every day and played all world. I mean, if you want one moment, it'd probably be being ill in, in Utah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch The Last Dance, they documented that. Ordered pizza, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, 
coming going to the post when, when that sick is kind of the picture of Michael Jordan at its best because he would not be denied. He w- he would not be denied. So okay, so he hit the clutch shot with food poisoning to help the Bulls win his last championship or the Bulls' last championship. Sure. If that, I can't go wrong choosing that moment, no, can I? No, that's right at the top I can't, right I there. mean, there's so many great ones. I mentioned a couple. The right-handed layup to the left hand, the, the, the three-point thing, shrugging. I mean, but to me, he just, his whole career would not be denied all the way until the end. Yes. And we just don't see that many athletes like that. Just will not be denied. And don't forget, he won Defensive Player of the Year in 1988. He wasn't just all about 30 points a game. Okay, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Okay. A young person says, who's this Michael Jordan? Why is he special? Michael Jordan, Jesse, was a made man against the Celtics in which he scored 63 at Boston Garden in a loss. After breaking his leg, right? Yes. Wasn't that coming back from the injury? Yes. The, the foot, the old, yeah. uh, the old foot issue yeah. that he had. Um, dropped 63 against the Celtics and uh, was a made man. Another in, in 86, was it? Another moment where he would not be denied. He wasn't supposed to come back. They didn't want him to come back from this broken foot. Mm-hmm. They wanted him to sit out. Yeah. He said, nope, I'm playing. Mm-hmm. So if I had a sentence to sum up, he would not be denied. Comma, ever. Yeah. So there's, there's one explanation. We give you a couple of them. So that one thing just to say, this is who Michael Jordan is. It's a play. It's an incident. Something he said. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. Eddie from the North Side on Cap and J Hood on ESPN one thousand. Good morning, Eddie. Good morning, boy. So just a, a little thing about Pack. Lori Marketing's an All Star this year, and Wendell Carter Junior.'s playing really well. And mm-hmm. it's a shame we don't have them guys. But anyway, here's my story. My brother's got Skybox tickets to a White Sox game, and this is way back, hoodie, way back, mm-hmm. and. Pouring rain at nighttime, I was like, you're crazy. We're not going to go there. The game's going to be canceled. Sure enough, we landed up going there. Game canceled. So we're like, what are we going to do? Head off to the Indiana Casino off of Klein Street. I think that was one of it. Right. Got to the tables, playing craps, right next to us, playing blackjack, sipping on cognac and smoking a cigar, MJ. And his bodyguard, uh, you know, we're sitting there talking to him, joking and laughing to him. And that, that was that was a great time. And we all won like six, $700 a piece that day on the craps table. But, uh, hey, the greatest basketball player ever. And I have every single finals game on VHS. I think and that was a lot. There were a lot of VHSs. But to, to come home and just watch him play, Every single night, because my love is basketball. It was all just watching Jordan every single night because the way that guy played is how every basketball player should play, and it's not like that now. Everyone's just for money. You pay me, and I'll, I'll, I'll play, you know, but not every night like that guy did. About, but that's I, my memory of it, but it was great, you know. How about applause? How about a round of applause for Eddie from the north side, huh? You know why? A positive story once for once, Shay. A positive story from Eddie from the North Side. He had to go back to '87 to get it done. Well, can but, I, he gave, but he gave you one. Can I jump in? I don't know if it was the same night, but I may have been there with Eddie Casino because I, I, I on the casino boat. I don't remember what year it was. Yes, but Jordan's there playing blackjack. He had one table roped off. 
Yep. Bodyguard there, as Eddie said. Yep. Eddie, uh, Eddie described exactly as I saw it. Mm-hmm. A fan's watching, and he's playing 5,000 a hand. He recognized me, calls me over. Yep. I was right next to him. I played one hand with him inside mm-hmm. for five bucks. Yep. He's paying, playing 5000 I said, I'm, I'm not going to do this, Michael. <laughs> and I, 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 I just got, because everyone's watching. I'm going to look like an idiot. Yeah. So, but I did play one hand of blackjack with Michael, roped off table right there on the casino boat. No private rooms back then or anything like that. No. But I imagine it wasn't the same night because he was there a lot. Yes, he yes, was. There he was. And Mr. Competition, Michael yeah. Jordan. And I took it personally. Jesse came in. I took it personally. Good. That's, that's what that's what he would do. Yeah. So three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. It's Michael Jordan Day. We're talking about it. Uh, do the teams in the city create problems for their future by not celebrating their past? And if there's a young person that says, "Who's this Michael Jordan?" <laughs> give them the give them the one moment. The one moment. I gave you mine. I gave you Michael Jordan scoring sixty three against the Celtics in a loss. It made him because they're like, "How's this guy scoring all these points against a great?" Bird, Ainge, Paris. Isn't it great? Our, our stories bookend each other. Yes. It, you're, it, it, that's at the beginning of his career, you know, basically. Yeah. And mine is at the end. Yeah. And he, and in between was this body work we'll never see again. So Although LeBron's needs 63 points. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever we're sort of seeing it, but not the same. <laughs> so what's your Jordan moment? We're talking about on Michael Jordan Day on ESPN 1000 and, and 100.3 HD2. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Captain Jay Hood. DeMar DeRozan was named to his sixth All-Star team, his second as a Bull. The Bulls beat the Hornets last night at the United Center by a score of 114-98. Northwestern dropped their second straight with a home loss to Michigan on Captain Jay Hood. Good morning. Glad you're along for the Captain Jay Hood experience. We're here weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN. Hello. Chicago. Any minute, there it is. You know what happens when that does. Jordan with a fake. Yeah. Beautiful ball fake by Michael. Jordan crossover. Excuse me. I'm sorry. There's nothing you can do about that. See that? That's Michael Jordan at his best. And this way, everybody. Jordan. Play for five. And Michael Jordan teaching Eddie Jones a few things out there. Eddie Jones is an excellent defender. Ah, some of the great sounds of Michael Jordan, a young Hubie Brown in there. And also, by the way, Isaiah Thomas had to do color for NBC, had to call some of those Jordan games. You think you don't think he was a little bitter? A little bit? Uh, just a little. I mean, I don't know if there was an opponent that wasn't bitter. Reggie Miller, go back to the last dance. I mean, there were a lot of bitter opponents after facing Michael Jordan because he would trash talk you and then he would back it up cap is off today jesse rogers is in for cap here on the cap and j hood morning show still to come on the program we'll get a chance to do shot or no shot and also go around the national football league all part of the mix in our eight o'clock hour right here on chicago's home for sports 312-332 espn is our phone number happy michael jordan day it is 2-3-2023 so that means 2-3-2-3 it is michael jordan day and we're celebrating jordan hey even if the bulls won't we will the Bulls just played the Hornets, the team that Jordan owns. Great player, 
Horrible owner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesse. They're 15 and 38. He's and this really- isn't exactly coming off banner years in the past. You would think, and I, I'm just going to go back, and I'll just expose myself by telling you that when Jordan became owner of the Hornets, I said on the air, all players are going to want to play for Michael Jordan. Wow, this is going to be great. He's going to open up a floodgate of free agents. Everyone's going to want to play for Maybe not. Yeah. It, it reminds me of the old saying about stars that become coaches. Uh, yep. They're not, not always very good because they expect their players to play like they used to. And um, it can turn people off. So I don't, I don't I, you know. Maybe. You would think Charlotte would be a destination. It's a basketball, you know, heavy town yeah. area, and, and you have Michael there, but it hasn't worked out. It's been brutal for him. But we do celebrate him as a great player and an icon in this city, but he's never around. Let's talk to you about it. 312-332-3776. That Jordan moment, the one Jordan moment, a young person says, who's this Michael Jordan? <laughs> Who, who's this guy? Well, the you'd explain it by saying blank. Southside, Q's on ESPN 1000. Hey, Q. Uh, what's going on, uh, What's going on, uh, Shay? All okay. good. Uh, I just wanted to say my Jordan moment was was stolen from me. Uh, back in eighth grade, I was uh, in the 4-H club, and I, I, I knew we were going on a trip to see the Bulls because this was their last playoff series, and we had a chance to go to the back and get autographed jerseys and get our ball signed by all the players. So, you know, I was good that whole day. I wasn't trying to act up and nothing, but mm-hmm. you just got that one person, that one person that that bothering you in classroom and won't leave you alone was this girl. And, you know, I finally just said I, I had enough. I ended up pushing her, and my teacher ended up seeing it, and she, you know, she told us both that we couldn't go. I was so angry that, that day. It, it made me frustrated. And my brother got to go, and he don't even like sports. And he got up get, ended up getting a, an autographed ball for Michael Jordan in a jersey. And he didn't even know who he was. And he ended up just giving it away. And you know how much that would have been worth? <laughs> oh, my, oh, oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to unpack there. Moral of the story, don't push classmates yes right. especially the female persuasion right that for sure that'd be good so you learned your lesson there you got cheated because you couldn't keep your hands off of her three one two three three two that's not exactly the way to describe it to a young fan that's never yes that's his own personal moment yes huh. uh matt and portage on esp 1000 all right matt hey my favorite michael jordan moment by far is how he used to just get beat up going to the hole and the dude just gets bigger and bigger and stronger, and he goes and just dominates in the Piston series and makes them walk off the floor before the game was over. There's, like, no better moment. And I even show videos of that to my son, mm-hmm. who's, like, nine, and he watches old videos of Jordan going to the hole, just getting destroyed. He's like, Dad, how come those guys aren't getting thrown out? I was like, bud, those are normal fouls back then. Why, why do you guys say the NBA's weak? Totally weak nowadays. And that just relishes in my brain. He made Isaiah Thomas and all them walk off the floor. That was a changing of the guard moment. So, the one moment, I'm a little kid, you're a little kid, and you need someone to explain to you Jordan is, it's Isaiah walking off the court. He made a team leave. Not all the players. Dumar stuck around, I think. Sally stuck around. But the rest of those, Lambeer, those guys, they were gone. Yeah, before the game was over, for people that don't remember it. 312-332-3776 is our phone number on 88. Here is Matt on Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, uh, Jordan was so athletic, so smooth, 
so effortless, both offensively and defensively. He was just amazing to watch. For me, um, I, I'll never forget, in 89, I was home from school. I was in my buddy's basement with his brother watching, and the shot over Elo I was – it always just stuck in my brain. I mean, we were jumping around like crazy, and at that point I knew that 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 so, the, this – special run was going to happen for the Bulls at but that Matt, moment. But Matt, me and Jesse are little kids, and you have to explain to us why that shot was significant. He made a shot. If I'm a kid, I said, oh, he made a shot over Craig Elo. So? I see it all the time. Why is that special? We're kids. Explain it. Well, I mean, I just, I mean, you you were asking for a, I mean, for me, I mean, that was, that was the shot. Uh, it's an iconic shot. Um, I know it was it was a couple years before they went on their run, right? But I think it just showed it just showed what what an amazing athlete he was, and I, I don't know. I guess I don't know how else to explain it. No, but that's fine. But if, other, but, if other, but, other, no, but if you're but if you're a little kid, you know, and you're trying to figure out why this guy is so special, you just said because that was a linchpin to start everything, beating yeah, the Cavs, launch, launch their whole run, yeah. so to speak. It, yeah. start, it, so, it started if you remember the Last Dance, which is an amazing documentary, yeah, yeah. especially the uncensored. Well, uh, and also the fact that Michael signed off on all. Of oh, it. just, just got to remember that. It's through his eyes, it's but, through his but, eyes. But it's fascinating. You know what really fascinated me the most, Jesse, is it's the old film. Oh, of course, the old grain. And we film. know everybody in there. You yes, know, and uh, <laughs> the reporters, right. everything. <laughs> That's what we love about it. It's like, hey, there's Wayne Larrabee there. Ah, it's a young Jesse. Gene Greco. I can see all those guys, right? So I love the film. But the best part is is that it it was before the Cavs. It was the Bucks. They couldn't get through Milwaukee. That was a t- Terry Cummings. Is that Cleveland, Detroit into the championship? Yeah. It was a lot that they had to go through. Yeah, they had to grow. They had to grow. Oh, yeah. They definitely had to grow. He had to grow. He had to grow to include his teammates and understand he couldn't win a championship on his own. Trust. Yeah, trust, trust his teammates. Yep. The whole thing with Steve Kerr oh. earning the trust. Man, that's a lot for him. But again, it is Michael Jordan Day, and Jesse and I are celebrating Michael Jordan, even though the Bulls should do more of that. Yeah. We're, but we're doing it here. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Your Jordan moment. We're little kids. Me and Jesse, we're going back. We're both eight years old. Now, you explain to us why Jordan is special. At one moment, you say, here's why Jordan is special on Cap and Jay Hood. Welcome back. Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Jay Hood, I did not know this, and later we'll talk about it if we have time. Cap and Jay Hood, are you still here? What happened? Don't about that. I have the hottest ticket of the weekend, apparently. You do? In my possession. I'm thinking about selling it on the air to Illini fans. <laughs> I think I know where you're going with that. I got the hottest ticket in the in the. I had no idea this would be a, a newsworthy story this week. We are going to get to that in our next hour. Say by your listening device how you can maybe win some tickets here. We'll explain no, it. We'll, we'll win. Buy. Buy. Well, I mean, well, that's true. Buy some tickets. We'll tell you about that coming up in our next hour here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Along with Jesse Rogers in for Cap J Hood with you. 312 332 3776. It's Michael Jordan Day, and we're asking the question to you, what's your Jordan moment? Um, you know, Jesse and I, we, we may sound mature, but now we're eight years old. And we have to explain to us why Jordan is special to you, that one moment that really capsulizes everything about Michael Jordan. 
it's hard to do in like one sentence or you know two sentences, right? I've done this with my kids, and yeah. I've had to explain it all. But if you could whittle it down to one moment, I said it was being sick, hitting the winning shot in Utah, never being denied. That's how I describe Michael Jordan. Well, you know, here's the thing. We can come up with stories of saying it was this moment, this moment, this moment where Michael Jordan was made or helped the championship. Can you say the same thing for Steph Curry? That one Steph Curry moment? You know, obviously I've watched him not as close as I used to watch Michael. It's but like, you, you know, it is. But if you, but if it came to mind, you'd give us the answer. Yeah. Because I can't. Right. Like, I've seen great games from Steph. Right. But is there that defining moment Iconic yet? moment. See? See the A difference? A Golden State fan might be able to do that better some ra- random regular season game right right but i'm talking about the the iconic moments like yeah. michael had to clinch a championship yeah see is and I'm not, I'm not throwing shade on stuff but it just shows you the greatness of michael where we can come up with moments in the game in the playoffs where the game on the line where he came through obviously the obvious one is the last championship against the utah jazz um back to the phone lines we go we say hello to Tariq in tinley park on cap and j hood good morning t hi good morning guys how you guys doing well, good, Tariq. Good. Hey, my Michael Jordan moment, I'm 47 now, and I try to explain to my kids, i got three boys, who Michael Jordan is. It's really hard to put it, narrow it down, but in uh, 1991 or 92, when they had a triple overtime game against Utah, he was thrown out the game for bumping the referee. I don't know if you remember that, guys. Hmm. Yes. They, uh, they were playing in Phoenix the next day, and he was suspended. And I don't think this will ever happen again, where a whole city would sign a petition to let this guy play. Because they are all sold out to go see him, mm-hmm. and I don't think that'll ever happen again. A visiting the opponent, yes. right? The opponent, yes. Incredible. See how unique they, that is. My, my kids don't understand that. I was trying to explain to him this will never happen again. You'll never see somebody like him ever again. He's a constant winner, and all he did was want to win at no cost. It doesn't happen in today's game, guys. Tariq, thanks for the phone calls. We go to John uh, in Northlake on ESPN One Thousand. All right, John. Hey guys, how you doing? My, my Jordan moment is the baseline drive dunk on John Starks. Yeah, oh, my God, yes. It's the Knicks. Oh, boy. What I really wanted to have, like, a hot take here is how my outlook changed after watching the Tim Donahue documentary, the Operation Plague and Fall. I mean, his, his, his discussion on how he had to keep stars out on the floor and, and not get guys in foul trouble and how that was all swept under the rug, I just found that pretty fascinating. I don't know what you guys take on I, that. I would not believe Tim Donahue's... Uh, I would not believe Tim Donahue if his tongue was notarized. Yeah, I wouldn't either, but that doesn't mean a, some of what he said was true. We just don't know which parts. I have no idea. Uh, I have no idea either, but I don't disagree, and I think you would agree that there was probably a mandate to keep the stars on the field. Uh, I mean, sure. I mean, the NFL sort of legislates it by not letting you touch the quarterback. The NBA kind of did it behind the scenes. Hey, put the whistle away. I mean, Michael got away with a lot. They all did. All the stars did. But I, you don't need Tim Downey to tell us that. I, it, that's pretty evident when we watch sports today. We could tell what's going on. Obvious fouls on stars, and they don't get calls. Obviously, just the whole thing where the red shirts on quarterbacks, you can't touch that. You could tell that if stars are staying in the game because of a, a certain reason, and the reason is television, and ratings, money. interest, money. Yeah, It's all all encompassing, right? For sure. I mean, there, there's... You know, when you talk about the few times they call traveling, I think once in a while it's on a star player, but usually those are the guys that get away with it more. We know the makeup call when we see it. Yeah, that too. And in, in basketball, yeah. football, we know it when we see it, right, Jess? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. 
312-332-3776, our phone number, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Here's Vince on Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Vince. Gentlemen, good morning. I'll be brief. It stinks being a Chicago fan here in Milwaukee, but you got to represent your city where you grew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see the Packers day in and day out always trounce out these old deadbeat players and anoint them at Lambeau Field all the time. This call is more about what the Bulls need to do to relish their history. They got to get back into their alumni. Maybe they can't pull Jordan right away, but they got to work their way up. We saw in the last dance that Jordan's got a sentimental heartstring to him. You pull out those great bull role players from the 90s. You bring them out. You showcase them at halftime from time to time. And then all of a sudden you work your way up to MJ and you get this communal aspect going for the Bulls organization that, frankly, I don't think is there right now. I think that's a pretty good point. I mean, you're right. Past Michael Jordan, Jay Hood, the Bulls of the 90s, like I said, were, were rock stars at the time. I know it's older, but we used to pull out the 85 Bears decades later, right? They're still around. And that was one year. This is six championships. They should be using that to their advantage a little bit more. Boy, that's that 06 Bears team. If they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl, the 86 Bears would have been wiped off the map. I mean, you got to imagine the 86 Bears were rooting against the 06 Bears. No question. Because of that reason. Somewhere Dennis McKinnon's like, thank God. I know. I still make some cash (laughs) signing some autographs as the only Super Bowl winning team. Isn't it just crazy, Jess? You brought it up a little bit pre-show. They played the Hornets last night. Today is Jordan Day. Where is he? It's the perfect opportunity to do something, even if he's not in the building, some sort of celebration. Those 90s Bulls, Steve Kerr's with the Golden State Warriors. He's known to me now more as a warrior than a bull. Bill Wennington does color for the radio. Great, great commentator. He's always fun, Bill. Luke Longley's coaching someplace. Scotty Pippen was an ambassador with the team. Kukoc made his home here. Kukoc, where does he live? He lives up north. Up north. Up north, Deerfield, Deerfield area, somewhere right? like that. Grew up, you know, had kids here, raised his kids here. So yeah, um, but Pax, they should be Pax, doing more. Pax was here. Pax was you know, here. You know what that's? You know what that is? That's brutal. Now, yeah, uh, yeah. Dennis, Dennis Rodman, Horace Grant, bring those guys back for sure. Horace is still Horace is around, yeah, isn't he? Somewhere I don't yeah. know. He's, I think he's around the organization. Is he? Do we see him? I think they. I think he and my, and uh, Jerry might have mended fences over the years. I can't keep track of who's who's in, who's mended fences and who needs to mend fences. Horace Grant, special advisor for Michael Reinsdorf. So oh, he's he around. Is. Okay, he's around. He's around. You just don't see him though. Yeah, right. He's around. He's in the office. You need to celebrate that. So I mean, Nick Rodman is special advisor. Well, I would like. Uh, yeah, there's a guy there, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Piston spur, but really a bull because of, of those championships. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, uh, Joey G. Good morning. Morning. Good morning, Dad. Uh, sons, the yep. first thing I would do is preach. Uh, God's creation into a human being <laughs> that'll never be surpassed. Uh huh. Then I put the tape on, and I show him the dunk over the Kimbe Matumbo. Ah. And he gave him the, the wave the finger, finger wave. tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Right. Oh, tonight, tonight. But, uh, yeah, I think Jerry Krause ruined uh, uh, everything for Michael sticking around and, and doing what you're asking. Uh, why isn't he around? Uh, towards the end there, what uh, the Pippin's going to be traded and and all this, he wanted to blow up the team, and MJ thought they could have won number seven. 
There's no question about yeah, that. Yeah, you can be bitter then. Krause is long gone. It's up to ownership, the same owner, to mend that fence enough that when that schedule comes out last year and you see 2-3-2-3 two, three, two, three, yeah. and you're playing the team he owns the night before, my God, that should have been a celebration last night if he was willing. Shot or no shot in two minutes on Chicago's Home for Sports.